When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, well, one thing that I am, like, excited about that's airing tomorrow night normally would have aired during the state yes. fair, which, by the way, the fair this year was just absolutely A++. Had so much fun. That I was know. a fun, fun. It was a fun fair. Fun it really fair, was. fun shows, fun, yeah. fun concert. Connie, uh, thanks uh, to my buddy Gene for giving me that moniker. Concert Connie. Concert Connie. And I we you had were fun. me for not being tired every day. No, you were like so much better than last year. Oh my God, it was amazing. It was like you swallowed an elixir <laughs> compared to last year where you were, you were a cranky was, fair lady. I was stressed. Oh. Okay. Yo. So, but Yo. normally VMAs are on when yes, we're out at the yes. fair. It's always like that uh, the Sunday before Labor Day. And they pushed it this year. I don't know if it was the writer's strike or take advantage of Fashion Week, but it's tomorrow night. This is not a drill. The the VMAs are happening. I don't know where they're happening. I feel like they're happening uh, live on VMAs, MTV, and, of course, Paramount in New York. But I am Cardi B and Megan The Stallion oh, yeah. are going to be performing. It's be Newark, New Jersey at the Prudential Center. Okay, thank you. They're going to... Meg... I, Megan The Stallion and Cardi B are going to be performing, performing bongos, yeah. which I hope you guys of found a clean version and yeah, played. we did. Did you kind of ha- love it? Not as much as we loved something WAP, else. WAP. Oh, WAP is way better than this. Yeah. And they, did you hear them talk about WAP in the New York Housewives? <laughs> I, Erin, I was just like, she is that woman. She is the woman who says she's a girl's girl and also like is woefully not on top of any that's okay. pop culture she, or anything. She's kind of funny though. Yeah, no, I yeah, agree. Yeah. I agree. But okay, anyway, but they're performing bongos yep. together. And Cardi B was on a radio show this morning in New York, or maybe it was Saturday. I'm not sure. But that music video, because I did watch the, yep. the video, is wild. I mean, so I guess they had wanted... To film that, they worked with this guy who's, um, his name is Tano Muno, and he directed Harry Styles' As It Was video. Okay. He directed Little Nas X Montero, Call oh, Me love that. Call me By Your Name, these very elaborate visuals. So they wanted to film it outside of the United States, but everybody forgot that the Caribbean, uh, uh, it's it's hurricane weather. Yes, it it's is. It's hurricane season in the end of August through September. So they filmed it in Malibu, and she said it cost $2 million to produce it. Why? Because Malibu always has paparazzi, 
and the beach that that was at. And I was like, I've been to that beach because I have been to that beach. Yes, yes, yes. They hired 20 guards and they had 15 guards just guarding the perimeter where they were filming. But don't you remember when we were there and we saw the cameras out on the boats? Yes. Filming. There, you. That's a hard place to have privacy. So they probably also had some in the water. Yeah. She said they also deployed geofencing, which issues I, an alert when a mobile device enters a mapped, pre-established location. This is like my sound barrier for airplanes in Vegas and music. Yeah, a geo sound Ge- barrier. Geofencing. Oh, I love this. Okay, so that's yes. that's been around for a long time. They also use special in ears. In order to have play any of the music out loud, while Cardi, Megan, and their crew of dancers filmed the scenes that had choreography, so they just heard that they weren't blaring it out. So I just thought that was kind of because it's just such a sizzling, uh, you know, video, and I'm sure it will be the t- it'll be talked the t- about performance. Well, Cardi B is on Watch What Happens Live. Two, yeah, on Wednesday tonight. night. Oh, I thought it was tonight, Lori. Oh, it's tonight. Is it tonight? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Wednesday. It's, night. And she's the only guest. I'm pretty sure that. it's tonight. So Grand heads up on that one too. Okay, but two million dollars to do that video. I'm because of the secrecy. Wow. Yeah, they kept it quiet. They kept it quiet. We had no idea. We didn't know until that dropped. There wasn't one leaked photo. Mm-mm. Guards oh, and paparazzi and geofencing. <laughs> okay, I think um, I, I think a lot of people want to geofence. Oh, the way she twerks, though. I'm telling yeah, you, it's amazing. I'm telling you, it's so say your DVR in case you have yeah. tennis or something. Yeah, I, more. Do. I don't yeah. want you to forget, even though they'll replay it like 15 times on the three networks: yeah. MTV, VMA, or oh, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah VH1. It's, excuse it's me, it's just Paramount. a colorful palooza. Yeah. It's a palooza, and then I'm sure the costuming and hair oh. and makeup was also a sizable budget. She's got money. Yeah, no, but the it's they're not putting. You know, they had yeah. they had to talk somebody into you know doing that. Look money. at this. Fun, I hope fun, Cardi fun. B's not paying for that. And Megan video. the Stallion is so cool. Yeah. So while I was walking down that uh, music hall today, I found out that um, <laughs> music walk of shame. Well, the music, music path. Yeah, the music path. I found out that Janelle Monae is at the Armory tonight with yes. the 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 Age of Pleasure tour. And, you know, she has just been rolling around with she, her boob, big old biddies as, uh, <laughs> really as, as what's his name? Yes. Howard, what is that creepy guy who was on Empire? Um, you know, the guy, the the actor. Oh. And he famously called Oprah's, um, he acted in something with her and he said, I loved her tig old biddies. Yes, but I, I think remember. that might be a, that was an like expression. Tyler, it was like, what was his name? Terrence Howard. Yeah, was yes, it Howard? That's who yeah, it was. Terrence yeah, Terrence Howard. Oh. So anyway, I'm just wondering if Janelle, because boy, she was uh, naked in every Instagram post. And I appreciate it. Just like I really, I said to Casey after we were at the Crazy Horse Cabaret, I really love women's breasts. Looking at them. They're beautiful. No, I do. The painting that my dad left me of Pepper, you know, the... With the woman, where's it going to go? It's in my house. I want to put it in a glamorous closet. I hope to establish one day. Yes, in a spare bedroom. That's where we'll hang. But I really appreciate beautiful breasts of every shape and size. So, I mean, I hope Janelle wears very great, pleasurable clothes for the audience tonight. I wish I had the energy to go, but concert, Connie, and. Uh, Lorena the Parisian <laughs> just has no, <laughs> I have no uh, oomph 
to go. Lori, you know, I can't imagine. I'm going to have I, everything I can to be awake right now. Okay, can I tell Well, thank you for doing that. That's really kind of you yeah, to come back from vacation and stay up for the well, three hours during our show. I'm just saying, you know, it's uh, 11, you know. I had the worst 30. thing happen to me. Think what? of this would be the worst thing happening to me. Grant, do you wear contacts? Yes. Okay. So we go to the cabin Saturday morning and. Oh, no, I know. Oh, I can feel Bring that. a book. That I finished right away, which bummed me out, so I didn't have another book. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and no Wi Fi maybe to download. I have Wi Fi up there okay, now. Okay. All right. I wear up there. I, but the key was I didn't bring eyeglasses. I didn't <gasps> have my glasses. All I had was my contacts. Why did you go to a store and buy some? I'm too afraid to take them out now, my contacts, because then I'm blind. And then I'd be blind for the whole weekend. It was, I didn't have contacts and I didn't yeah, have eyeglasses. That's the worst. It was, it was the worst feeling ever. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't get the sandpaper out of my eyes because I had nothing. Jeff did go get me some readers at three seventy five, which I didn't even know if they'd work. But because I, I was too nervous to take out my contacts and not be able to see for right. the rest of the weekend, yeah. the worst thing ever. I can't imagine who forgets their glasses. That's well, I've uh, to add to that, and I know we're going on a little side here, but I'll make it quick. I have at one time at a concert lot lost not one. But both contacts while at a concert. So now whenever I go to any... clapping so hard? I jumping know, up I, and down in, so hard? Putting in red out by Zine so much? Oh. You know, rubbing, rubbing my eye one second and, and then all of a sudden... Out. Yeah, one rubbed out and then I'm doing the one eye for the That's rest of the night. Of you know, we yeah. didn't mean it we literally mean it, yeah. rubbing one out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I did. I rubbed it. And then, yeah. then I'm doing the one eye. Then they both come out. So now I always carry... Even when we were down at the State Fair this week, I always had one extra contact, at least yeah. in my pocket. Yes. I brought my glasses every day in case something happened. But I, it was <laughs> the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. Well, I'll, Remember I'll, your glasses, people. I'll, uh, I'll get out my tiny little viol- no, it was violin just, here anymore. No, I'm just saying. I that was, I, I've never done that before. And I'm like, who forgets eyeglasses? I can't believe you don't have a spare pair up there. There were some readers up there. I don't know what I have. You know. Yeah. It's so un... Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I don't. Okay, well, here's a couple other things I learned today. Dude, falling tell down. Me. Falling down the, the musical, whole, the musical, and the gossip thing. I was like glad to get had, back to it. Did you? You did look at last week because you did send us all a couple things. I had a couple <laughs> things. I just want to make sure you know. When make I was, sure that we remember you're well, working on our program. When <laughs> it was sexy nap time from mm-hmm. two to six, mm-hmm. and after how much sexy napping can you do? Casey yeah. would maybe go downstairs to the gym. I only brought two books because I didn't know there'd what be so much thinking? sex. Because normally, Julia, you would have been I, on the go. We would not have been in our room right. from two to six. Right. I think that might be why my husband liked this trip the best. I'm sure. Sexy napping is his new favorite way. Sexy vacation. Yeah, sexy naps. Yeah, sexy napping, and then with the time for another workout. You know, I mean, he's just. <laughs> <laughs> he is so funny. He is so, so funny. I would just, I was like, oh, I might as well just peek at stuff because it's not like I'm, you know, totally disengaging because all day long we're playing our people watching game of who does that person look like? Right, who right, does right, that right. person look like? So it's always on my mind. And then I'm thinking, oh, maybe I can find some new fresh names because the reason why I kick Casey's butt is because I name names. <laughs> okay, no, I name names of the actors, and I give the show everyone. So while, many doppelgangers are out, out there. there. It's really incredible. we just die, and this is something we've done for. I mean, for years. it's and so much fun. My two go-to those sloppy ones, but they come into play quite a bit. Cool. You'd be surprised, Alfred Einstein. If I was in a, <laughs> if I was a casting director, 
Game of Thrones. She would be the slutty harlot who's working oh, yeah. at the bar and casting oh, so the witcher. Just, okay. Or Game of Thrones, if we saw somebody with red hair that was really tall, I did think that could be the wilding. And then I would become a cast and the, and the Sopranos. So you switch off when you can't find someone, you yeah. just make up things. Well, up I roles. cast. I, I become a casting director and I say, Casey, this person is from the Sopranos. He was at the bottom, bing, always tipping the strippers. <laughs> And he'd go, oh, you know. But you're right. But I you're see right. It. I, I see, see it. it. Great see idea. It. Yeah, Great yeah. idea. And I'm I all do. Over it. I do overuse Pablo Picasso. There's a lot of people who look like Pablo Picasso. <laughs> with Einstein. Or Albert. Yeah. I don't. I didn't. You know what? I, I, I did see. I will say this: that the younger Frenchmen in their twenties are heavily, and I am for this, one hundred percent. Mustaches. Oh, yeah. And mustaches with some of them waxed and some of them full and seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, really some savoir faire to those mustaches. I, abs- I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I really did. And so, Lori, how funny. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I love it that you're the casting director after you can't find doppelgangers. That's what it's I do. It's a natural progression. It's I a natural progression. <laughs> you know, if you can't name the celebrity look like, be the casting director. And if you can't do that, yeah. just write the scripts. Yeah, Game of Thrones or, or you know, la, 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 la. Yeah, so, it's oh. always a medieval one with you. Well, you know It's your what? sweet spot. Well, and when you're in a medieval place such as Paris, which has looked the same since, you know, the 1880s, you guys, and you, you know, you go by the Hotel de Ville, which isn't a hotel at all, but a city hall square where they used to quarter and draw people oh, back in the oh, day. Oh, 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 oh. Back no, in the guillotine days. Back in the days of when they quartered and drawed, drew people oh, apart. Oh, no, I know too much. I know too much. <laughs> all right, we got to go. I'll be right That's we'll, why you're a middle. Yeah. We'll, all right, we'll take a quick break. Okay, everybody, El Burrito Mercado. Oh, my gosh, where you, everything is authentic, everything is delicious, and pricing is fantastic. So if you just want to tap in, tap your toe, and you can't go to Mexico, go to El Burrito Mercado. It's so fantastic. And I have to say, this Mexican food is always my number one Same. choice. I it's love so it. It's so good. And I, I said to Casey yesterday, I said, we have to go to El Burrito Mercado this weekend. I got so I, I'm like I need some beans and salsa and guacamole and chips and maybe uh, some carnes, which yes. you know that good stuff. The meats and just and go he there. Totally agreed with me because the, we had so much bread and cheese. I believe you. Oh it's so great. And El Burrito Mercado has the market, and they've got the take and go at the deli in the lovely restaurant and happy hours Tuesday through Friday. And if you like cooking at home, their grocery store has like all the good brands that you would buy and if you're think, in the super. Or think the entertaining. For games mm-hmm. and other things on the weekends, this is the go-to spot. Tell them Lori and Julia sent you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, Grant, what do you have for us? Well, in an election cycle that took place amid a historic strike with the SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Guild, Fran Drescher has been re-elected as SAG-AFTRA president. Not surprising. Not yeah. surprising. That was a barn burner speech <laughs> she gave, you know, when they went on strike and she just unscripted and everything. It just needs to end. Yeah, yeah, oh, no. Geez. So she's, yeah, she's the one to do it. Good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, congratulations, and she's the one to represent it, where I think we're all... She won by a landslide. The other yeah. person running against her had like 19% of the vote, yeah, I think. it was... Uh, Dresser received 23,000 votes over uh, competitor Maya, who only had 5,000 votes. So yeah, yeah you're big, 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 big number. Big. Um, but moving over to the world of Wendy Williams, this was a big win for her ex-husband, Kevin Hunter. Because oh, no. Kevin Hunter has a major court lawsuit out for $10 million against wrongful termination from the production company. The production company. Yeah. Which so is this Jabbar- isn't from Wendy. Yes, this is from Wendy. So No, isn't from Wendy. No, this, this isn't from Wendy, exactly. But the company's called Debmar Mercury yep. Productions, and he was... Uh, the executive producer of her show, correct, until they ended their marriage, I believe. Mm-mm. And in a, in a statement given to uh, the U.S. Sun, the judge, um, according to this document, has ter- the termination letter that they gave Kevin as a result of firing him made no reference to any performance-related reasons or any decisions related to the plaintiff's employment as an executive producer. So that they're basically saying that this letter that he provided as evidence gives him the right to move forward with this lawsuit against him for wrongful termination. Yeah, and Deb's Debmar Mercury is owned by Lionsgate. Oh, it is. Okay. Yes. And Wendy was going to walk or she threatened something if Kevin wasn't let go and he had be, he did have wrongful termination. He probably does have cause. I bet he and does. And that's why this yep. is going forward. Yeah. So these documents were filed on September 1st. Now, he filed this wrongful termination suit back in February of 2022. It's taken up until now to at least move forward. So this was a big, this is a New York federal court. So this was a big win for his side of this Yeah, case. because they basically terminated him because Wendy said so. Yeah. yeah and you that, can't really, and, and, that's not But how, I understand that from her standpoint. She was furious with them. But they also, the company knew that he was the one that kept the wheels on the bus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with he, Wendy, he yep. was instrumental in making the Wendy Williams show a success, according he, to and his. And when he left, is when everything started apart. falling yep. apart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, he in the terms of the law, I bet I, I could see how he would have this. Uh, term. And, but he was hated too. I remember that. Well, all with of it, you know, I mean, but he was probably protecting her. Because she had a drinking and an alcohol problem and a drug problem. He might have been yeah. a, he might have been an anchor for her at the time. And this Debmar, you know, they do all the ten ninety syndication stuff. So they produce a oh. lot of shows that right. local markets like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see where this goes. Yeah. Definitely so going to he, court. they're gonna settle with him. He yeah. needs the money. He got that lady pregnant. Yeah. He got no money from Wendy, so he's gotta get this he's, is all he he's needs got, yep. yeah. unless someone's going to hire him. 
Yeah, well, uh, it's a it's Which super. Are, maybe he's already working as a consultant or he, something. He could be. This is a ten million dollar lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So he, if they settle somewhere in between there, maybe or that's Max, that's, that's that's good. I mean, mm-hmm. Kevin, Kevin's you know got a good lawyer. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I always forget that Lionsgate, like this, is a big. Yeah, it's big. I didn't realize her, that. Com- or her show was had a. That's a big syndicator. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Elon Musk uh, confirmed that he has had a third child with Grimes. That what? Was, yeah, secretly had a third child named Techno McNanicus. McNanicus. Techno well, Machinus or Mac- something. Mac-Nanicus. I think it's the Latin word for machine. Thank you. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. It makes sense. Is this like his eleventh child? Yeah. I, book is out about him today. I, I am yes. scared. Over. Well, no, the thing you should be afraid of. Of is what? Him. <laughs> he he has a lot he of has. power he's over a lot. a lot of things and that we don't want him such to. such a nut. Yeah, he is, and that's kind of... It was interesting because Savannah Guthrie's an attorney and she was interviewing George Wallace, but that's not his name, but yeah, something but Wallace. But guy who wrote a book about Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. That 688 pages. just book. came out yeah. today. Yeah, it's called Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and what, what... Well, basically, the guy just said, well, you can find out in my book. I hate it when people do that. Yeah, I know. You know, you got to give us some more. But she was really after him saying, don't you think it's scary that he controls our um, communications when satellites go down? Mm-hmm. You know, that, what is Does it called, Starlink? own all of that? Yeah. Yeah. That he owns the basic massive communication that everyone uses, Twitter, yeah. and has control over what gets said and what doesn't, depending on his day and his cycle. He's mm-hmm. like a woman with a period. <laughs> and that he's, he's sh- but I mean, he is. He's that. He says he's so smart, but he's so irrational at the same time. Well, the men are hormonal, too. Yeah. I guess that's what you're telling. And, and just like it's an election year and he controls a lot of information oh, and geez. also just some other things that were just kind of like wow. the electric battery stuff. I mean, he there, is I, so smart, but also at the same time, he has so much power. Yeah, well, he he's. He's a dangerous nut. He is. In that way. A dangerous, nutty genius. The worst kind of half. Yeah. Kind of like, I can like, yeah, I won't even say the name. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go to some news surrounding the Presley family. Oh. A couple stories here. One, we're going to have a nice, fun Christmas at... Graceland? Graceland, yes. exactly. This is kind of cool. It's called uh, Christmas at Graceland. The event will feature a handful of musical guests who have not been named yet, honoring the king of rock and roll oh, music. Oh, I love this so much. Yes, it's going to be uh, executive produced by uh, his granddaughter, Riley Keough. Mm-hmm. Um, He's taking over. Yes. He's like taking this. over. Yes. yes, the new holiday program will air on Wednesday, November 29th at 10 p.m. Eastern on NBC and will also stream simultaneously on Peacock. And it will follow with the long-running Christmas at Rockefeller Center. So, Big big show to and follow. Apparently, apparently, Grayson is d- decorated really beautifully, and Elvis loved Christmas. Aww. Hey, no, I mean like they go all out. That's My cool. mom has always said, "Oh, that would be so fun to go to Grayson for the Christmas decorations." I love it. Well, we na- we got Elvis around Christmas. We were listening in our car to Blue Blue Christmas, and that is why we named our dog Elvis. And so. that is that that one album. It's got a red cover. The Christmas album I called. It, I think is still one of the top. Selling Christmas albums of all time. Yes. There's and, so many good Christmas songs on that that Elvis covers. And, and we'll sneak one more in here quickly. Sophia Coppola's Priscilla has been, de- Priscilla, excuse me, has been delayed to November. It was supposed to come out October 27th, which yeah. was a couple weeks after the big Taylor Swift drop. So because Dune moved itself into the following year, it's taking the weekend this of now November This seems more like 3rd. a holiday movie or like a thing you'd see around. It's got yep. extraordinary re- reviews. I saw that. Yeah. Did I saw you see that? that? Yeah. Like we are mm-hmm. going 
going to be in love with this movie. Absolutely. So All right, it's got so, a better weekend open up yes, now. Yes, it does. I yeah. like that. November 3rd, we'll be seeing Priscilla in theaters. Hi, gang. Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And um, I don't know if you were looking at properties over in Gay Perry. Right? I, I was not, Julia. No. <laughs> but I mean, it's really fun because uh, my nephew just got into their new house and they're so excited. And oh, becoming I do a, remember getting becoming a the first, first time. House. I was I 27. Too. I was about that and too, it was the I think. first house that that I looked at and I just fell in love and I was like I have to have this house. So and I'm sure that back then there wasn't any pre-qualifying. Right. Although I think I we did know we had a down payment where there was some money sense of that had to be done. Of course there was. But I think I think uh, his yeah. dad and a mortgage broker helped us. I like that. Yeah. Listen, First Equity can be it can be is your partner in all things mortgages. And, you know, call them to find out what's going on right now. When's the best time I should be buying a house if I want to buy in the spring or should I do it now? What if I want to add on? So many questions. And the team at First Equity are local. They're here. Keyword David at my talk. I hope I'm going to be very helpful today. That's my sincerest wish for this <laughs> sex Monday. Go to a really hot country and have sexy nap time. Sexy nap. I do recommend that. I do recommend that. Sexy um, nap time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, I do hope that I have a good sex. Because it is like, you know, midnight or something. I, Casey and I were I in bed. And I've been on a leisurely schedule. And you didn't say that schedule. you're discombobulated to start the no, day, which is No, you know something. what? Because we took the earlier flight yeah. home instead of the... We, I know you're tired. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even you, really that tired, yeah. but I'm not as discombobulated because... You know, I came home and it was only one o'clock. That's right. I appreciate that. So does Grant and our listeners. That's right. And I did laundry right away and unpacked. And the only smart thing I did was that uh, the lady who cleans my house came the day before I got home. And I did quite enjoy coming home to a clean house. Absolutely. I clean always before we come. Yeah. And I'll tell you. It's important. Yeah. Okay. So here is I. This is what it's going to be today. I'm going to, with the help of Bumble, you know, they've got dating experts there. Mm -hmm. They have created a birth order dating guide, which gives you the green and red flags that come with dating an eldest. Mm -hmm. A middle, an only, all those kind of things. So the dating app is kind of letting you know. If you are like an only child like Grant or your middle child like me. There are birth order like astrological things that you can say about. about, You might want to pay attention to it. It's just another helpful tip. Yes. And Bumble is helping people on their app. And um, so here are the red flags. This is what I thought you would be um, the most interested in for our people. So firstborns. Their green flag, green flag tendencies. They're organized, ambitious, and take bossy. charge. Take oh, charge. Just take charge. Okay, got okay. It. That's yep. the new word for bossy. Is it taking charge? charge? That's I like right. That. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the red flag. <laughs> Note to self. Yeah, the red flag though is authoritative and likes to be in control. 
So it takes charge. Well, no, that's very different. Authoritative and I think take of it. taking charge as like saying, okay, I'll be responsible for getting us down yeah. this mountain or yeah. planning this yeah. walk or planning this trip. When everyone's just sitting there dilly dallying, not mounting, making decisions, you need someone to be take, take a leadership control. role. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But if okay, but firstborns also the red flag. Uh, too author- authoritative likes to be in control. Middleborn children. The green flag tendencies, your good green flags, adaptable, peacemaker, mediator. The red flags for middleborns, self-conscious, eager, eager to please, and accommodating. Okay. Okay. Lastborn. Oh, the good old youngest. The green flag, this is why. The good old youngest. The youngest. Sociable, fun, charming, loving, these are yeah, the, the traits true. of a young child. Because everyone was relaxed when they raised them. Yeah. Everything. You never got yelled at. You never no. had to be in charge of anything. Your parents had loosened the reins so many times by the time you got Ever, there. You had a whole audience to yeah. laugh at you. <laughs> okay, the, red flag, the red flags for youngest is that they're excitable, carefree, self-regarding, and daredevilish. Which not, those are not things that everybody will want either you know either self-regarding is the new word for selfish yes okay mm-hmm. because you gave me another word i'm oh, just because yeah. self-regarding i've never heard of so it means basically yeah self-centered selfish. self-centered yeah. always That's thinking new... about themselves <laughs> self-regarding it's the new I, kind people word. call me as uh, you know think of me as a self-regarding mm-hmm. person we'd i'll be on the hollywood speakers yes. selfish yeah i'm using the bumble dating experts language but that is the new word for yes them. i love this only children the green flags the go the reason why people are like i'm going for this uh <laughs> only this child. mature independent ambitious this is uh an only child's uh, why people go boom that's a good one i'm going after that the red flag yeah what's the red flag <laughs> self-involved yep defensive yep and overly assertive uh-huh. so yeah check 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 those are so bumble now has that because I learned the hard way. I, my first two husbands were youngest, and I'm the oldest. Yes, okay. And one of my things yes. that I took away with the help of a couple therapists and at least two groups. <laughs> one of them that went on for 32 weeks, I'll have you know. <laughs> but what I found out is that I really am not compatible with the youngest child as a partner. For me, I would agree. it doesn't work for me as an oldest. Mm-hmm. I, I agree 100%. I completely looked Dominate. out my nose yep. at <laughs> how incredibly... Self-regarding. Incre- yes. <laughs> and carefree and not very motivated. I mean, when I, you are a take charge but person. But I, I fell in love with the sociable, fun, charming sure. side of a youngest. And carefree. And carefree. I mean, yes. that wasn't a... That didn't... That wasn't a red flag at first. The okay. carefreeness became a red flag yes. as we bought a house and other things and things like that. So anyway, I think there is something and people do pay attention. And now Bumble has the red, green flags Flags. for all. And I like that they go eldest, middle born, because you could be middle born and be in a bigger family. Sure. You know, yeah, I think that's I think that's good stuff to just put in your back pocket. Remember, Bumble's the app. 
where women make the first move. Yeah. Which is and awesome. And we do And get, high is fine. Yeah. And I do think, you know, it is so much fun to get the green flags. You're just like, woo! You know, yeah. and then you start kissing, and then you start having sex, and I... Oh, I look mean, at that. You and, know, and, it might, and it might... You might have just met. <laughs> you might have just met, but still, it's all very exciting. And so, I really, really think that, you know... People, it's exciting when you, because at first that's all you see are green flags. Yes, you're covered you're in the, so right about that. You know, that green haze, that la, the, yeah, the la, orgasmic the haze, orgasmic haze with the little green in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Now, um, yes, so, did you like that? Yeah, that's that's good. Helpful? Yeah. Yes. Made okay. Sense. Uh, the other thing that I would like to um, be helpful about is, would you know what I was talking about if I called something a French letter? Yes. What is it? It's the scarlet letter. I have no idea. I have no idea. No. A Grant, French you know? letter. A French letter. Um, I have no clue. No, I'm not a clue, and I don't want to Google it and ruin it. So no, okay. I don't want to know. I mean, I do I want to know, know, but I don't, I don't want, want to cheat. think. Yeah. A French letter. I know a French press. A French letter is what is known. Well, maybe in the U.S. in the olden days, we called them rubbers. In the U.K., you called them Johnnies. Yes. And, French and, letter is an old, old-fashioned, I don't know when it goes back condom? to 1800. Wow. Yes, a condom. Well, that's wow. so fancy in French. Bonjour. Yeah. But Come I don't tell know the French origin, letter. But the origin <laughs> of a condom goes back to 1855. And I always can't help but think of history when I'm in Paris because everywhere I do. No, but, you know. You're in the city that hasn't changed since the late 1880s. Yes. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, and you're like, oh, this is where Marie Antoinette was jailed. And yes. it's, it's on the River Seine and they call it the concierge. And it makes no sense because normally a concierge. Is a wonderful person at yes. a hotel who helps you. But yes. In this, you know, so anyway, I just was like thinking about it. And I thought, okay, how far back does the damn condom go? Goes back to 1855. <laughs> it was made from rubber as thick as a bicycle inner tube. Oh. Custom made. Custom made and fast forward 170 years in Durex, a brand that occupies 40% of the global condom market, I'll have you know, um, are set to deliver, you know, the thinnest ever condom called Nude. Oh, and um, I like the name. Yeah, I know it. Uh, anyway, it's it's. It's just kind of that's how far back it goes. And Durex has a huge history. Like during World War II, the supply of condoms from the U.S. and Germany dried up. No bad pun intended. Sure. But Durex was a Ooh. British company. Thus, that's where the first condom mm-hmm. made with the tight. You know, maybe tire. it was in Can India. You imagine? Yeah, I mean, became, let's just use our tires. But that's when Durex oh, no. became a key player in the market. It World War II knocked the. German and U.S. condom manufacturers kind of out of business. But it was only like in the 1990s that condom usage became normal and widespread. And, you know, the AIDS crisis of the 80s was a huge driver. Yes, it was. And um, anyway, but they really, there hasn't been a lot of, um, we like we've kind of gotten away from condom advertising. Yeah. And not no, because the news that came out last week about the the widespread of gonorrhea that there is 
no antibiotic for. Yeah. Um, you need to be careful. Yeah, and part of that, the part of that is that guys are watching on porn or TikTok, all these people, you know, not having sex with condom and yeah. they're trying to talk people into that. I'm fine you gotta just know, you just gotta Yeah. There's too many good condom choices out there and I don't know where your pecker has been is basically Great point. Is basically all you have to say. If you would like me to do naughty things with that thing, you're going to have to wrap it up in a French letter. <laughs> and I'll seal it with a kiss. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Uh, by the way, on top yeah. of that, you were the one who brought us on Sex Monday a few months ago. Remember when Durex started doing the how to make a condom fit yeah. online? Because everybody would go and buy the big ones. because they yes, had yes, yes, yes. And they made this online like thing that you can go through to figure out what size you are to make sure it's the right fit. Yeah. So Durex has been ahead of the game for a long time if you are in addition lately i guess and like yeah and even like france like condoms were forbidden to be advertised in france until 2010 if you can believe it the french the because they did not want it they the, probably the advertising french guys didn't want to wear them themselves but a company made these beautiful videos of genitalia enjoying sex with condoms and they made them very french and very pretty I love it. I, I love that. So there you go. I've gone down the historical and helpful path of sex. And now today. everyone knows what a French letter. <laughs> I like knowing that. Yeah, I, me I don't too. know where, when that came from. I don't know what time period. But anyway, <laughs> we are late. We got to go. Love Olivia's new album. I think I've only listened to like five of the songs, but it seems we heard, so good. We heard a couple of them on Friday. She's just she's good. Yeah, she, she was, was on the Today Show on Friday. I think oh, she, was. she performed. I believe on the Today Show. Oh down wow, at, that's a huge gap. Yeah, it was. Uh, she did an outside performance. It's her sophomore album. It could have gone either way. How about that? I had my day off and I was watching the Today Show. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. I love it. Okay, French letters. It's kind of simple answer, kind of not, but. During World War One and World War Two, Durex yes. condoms were yes. packed in small paper envelopes and issued to English troops. And once the troops got to France and the French women and men were sexually liberated, shall we say, compared to their English cousins. I would agree. I would I agree. The name French letter was coined. Hey, you got any of those French letters? But really, it goes back to the 1800s when condoms were made from animal intestines. Yes. And the condoms were sometimes referred to as letter de cachet, <laughs> which literally means letters of seal in English. That still sounds better than condom. I like yeah, it. Yeah, no, I mean, they, the, everything sounds better in French. And you know what? I, I have an amazing ability to read in French, Julia, but cannot pronounce my way out of a paper bag except for a few no, phrases. it's really... But I can read French. I, I mean, as yes, far as... I can, yeah, 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 I see like it. Like museum you know, oofs, things or... Oofs or fromages, cheese. You get beyond that? I can get beyond that. You can that. Be, get beyond a menu. Well, Laura, you've been there a lot. How many times do you think you've been to Paris? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hawaii, it's 50. Yeah. But Paris is probably under 15. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, one one time. I've been to Iowa that many times, too. <laughs> I want to I tell you, one time I got to go for Carlson oh, I, for work by myself. Oh. And it was like this first week of December or something. It was totally a boondoggle. 
hosted by the French Minister of Tourism. Love it. And I was kind of, I remember being kind of nervous about going by myself when I was about 32. Well, oh, let me you tell you. You had already been at 18. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. 19, but who's counting? I was you at Regine's and, you know, Rod Stewart was there with two blondes. My girlfriend and I tried to get over there to sit on the other side of them, of the two blondes even. But we were denied in our gauzy peasant skirts and tops. But With your dingo boots? No, I didn't Remember? know I had that espadrilles. Would have been too, that would have been too hard to travel in the dingoes. In 1978, people weren't wearing dingo boots in, oh, in the summer in Paris. Sure. Yeah, because we were going all over Europe. So mm-hmm. we were dressed for the Riviera and the villages mm-hmm. and the cities. Mm-hmm. And we only each brought two pairs of shoes. <laughs> I brought Dr. Scholl's and Espadrilles. I marvel at my feet. <laughs> didn't even bring a pair those, of tennis. Well, those were the old-fashioned. It didn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I know. Our feet didn't have the the wisdom and the wear that they do today. Oh, my gosh. I know. And it is, I do really like, I, I I'll, another Paris observation, never seen so much scaffolding ever in Paris. It felt like New York City oh, yeah. in a few places in town because they're getting ready for the Olympics. That, uh-huh. Yes, they are. And everything in Paris proper, which is the you know pretty big area, everything is restored to the building as it is. You yes. don't see any modernization. Love That's it. in a different district. Way, not yeah. even in any, you know. Yeah. Uh, so That's what's really, because you were trying to describe to me what's so cool about Paris is it's all old. They uh, there's nothing new there. Yeah, and so it has. Some it's even feel. fun getting lost. You know, yeah. you come around a yeah, you come around a corner and there's a little plaza and there's some Surprises. benches. Yeah, it's just in the French really like the the smallest of flower shop will have the most riotous. Um, you know, you could you can always tell first timers because they are. Definitely taking picture of every beautiful door they pass, every wonderful flower shop, every beautiful patisserie. And instead, you just take photos of the back of Casey's neck. Oh, I just, you're I just walking him on. I, Here's I, Casey. Casey. It was too hot to make any videos. No, but the ones you made are very. I wish we could post this for a beginning photography videography yeah. class. Casey, what? He's like no. He's like twenty yards ahead. No, there's oh, Casey. Every once in a while, I oh, say it's him, hot. I say it's hot. Dark. He's racing to get out of the sun. I'm like, darling, we're flying yours. Shadow stuff. Why we're flying yours? We're strolling. We're not race walking. <laughs> you look like a tourist. You're gonna let that cat out of the bag. But the, really, the people bumping around into each other, trying to follow their oh, their, their Google maps, maps on their phone. Print out things, people. There, there might be ten intersections on one street oh, or something. It's. Oh. Just get lost. Just or stroll just around and get lost. And then when, and when in doubt, find the Seine and look for the Eiffel Tower. There you go. <laughs> rules. Rules for Patty. Very. By Pickleball Polly. That's right. Oh, we'll be back. that. We'll be back tomorrow. Have another great night.